This is Giles Martin, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. Hey, Mitch. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. All right, so we only have a little bit of time, so we want to just get right into it, if that's all right. Of course. All right. So, uh, by, by the way, how's your mom? Oh, she's she's doing well, actually. She went to the horse races last week. Oh, she's better than me. 90 turns still gambling. Well, that's good oh. to hear. Glad she's okay <laughs> in the pandemic. Uh, all right, that's so... awesome. Let's get started. Uh, I'm going to talk about the outtakes first, if you don't mind, because I think that's a lo- on, on a lot of people's minds, Giles. So, uh, so Peter Jackson had 55 hours to work with. What did you have to work with on this? And were there any specific parameters or guidelines given to you in regards to the outtakes? No, I loved, obviously I had the same amount as Peter. Actually, I had a bit more because we had the multi-tracks, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, no, there's no, there's never really any guidelines. Um, people can basically blame me. Um, <laughs> I worked with Kevin Howell and Mike Heatley, who are sort of archivists and Beatles experts, uh, and they they sort of argue with me about what's important. And, and I really try and t- I try and tell a story. I try and tell an audio story with the outtakes. I try and I try and do two things. I try and put outtakes on that you want to listen to more than once. Bearing in mind, most of the stuff's been bootlegged, so crazy fans are going to have everything anyway. Yeah, and then I also try and show the creative process. So, like you know, that's where there's quite a bit of like you know, give me some truth being written or something being written or Octopus's Garden, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's, it's like you know, they're like sketches for a from a Van Gogh Van Gogh painting. You know, so that that's what's interesting to me. Um, and then there's on top of that the outtakes. There's also alternate takes that are things like Savile Row, you know, you know, Let It Be, Get Get Back takes or you know. That, that kind of thing. So I try and I try and create a sort of in in the limited time I have because there is a limited space that I can you know I get given it's going to be three CDs or two CDs whatever it is. I try and stick on as many as much as much stuff as I can. I always get complaints, but you know <laughs> that's the nature of the business, really. Yeah, sure is. So did you need to check with Peter Jackson's team or anything? Was there like a coordination effort going on? No, 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 not at all. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm mixing the film. I'm doing the music for the film. So uh, there's a <laughs> there's a coordination going on anyway. Right. Right. Um, I, 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 but I also, I, as soon as I'd chosen the outtakes and and the Beatles had approved what we'd done, I sent them to Peter and the team and just said, this is what we're using. I mean, there's things like, you know, there's things that I understand that people want but they would have filled up the CDs too quickly. Things like um, the whole rooftop performance in its entirety. I, I think we should do that as a visual thing because there's visuals to it. It's Correct. like you know, Mrs. Parker. There's a visual to it. It's much better than listening to it. Trust me, it's a lot better than listening to it. Having the visuals. So, so that's going to be in the movie anyway. So, you know, without a spoiler alert. You know, a lot of these tracks are... So, so that's the process. You know, it's like, you know... If I can put interesting elements and snippets of audio on, on, on the audio CD or the, or the streaming services, that I'm limited time anyway. Why would I then put, you know, 45 minutes of a rooftop performance where you can actually see it? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Sure. Um, Giles, uh, this is the fourth mix of Let It Be, Get Back. Each mix has been different. What what did you bring to your mix that was different compared to the other three? And and does the material really need four mixes overall? <laughs> I mean, compared to Pepper, only had one mix, you know. Yeah, I had two because there's a mono and a stereo. Well, that's true. That's mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you see, so there's only one uh, more. You tricked me on that, you're right. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, only, it's, only, it's only one more than Pepper. Um, yeah, when you say four mixes, um, you were talking about, why, why are there four mixes? Well, for compilations. Yeah, yeah, compilations. Factor, Let It Be yeah, Naked, and now yours. Well, they're, they're all different. They're, apart from me and Phil Spector, and this is <laughs> the first time I've ever said that, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, other two, the other two are different content. You know, Let It Be Naked was Dean Phil Spector and different takes. Glenn Johns' album is very different from Let It Be. Yeah. Um, so this is definitely, the, well, the, the actual album itself is a remix of the Phil Spector version that was released at that time in the same way that it's the White Album's a remix and, and the Abbey Rovers remix and, and Pepper's a remix. So it's the same principle because it's, it's not, it, that's me mixing exactly the same content. Um, does it need to be done? Uh, it's not, that's not up to me. That's a, I, I try and do the best job I can to do it. And you try and, and, you, and in essence, you try and find out what, you're, what the hell you're doing when you're doing it. And the approach with this actually is I didn't really realize I'm, I'm not as brainy as you guys and, and don't know any of the history until I started doing it. And then I become brainy and then, I, <laughs> then it all goes again. But um, with, 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 with this, I, I wasn't aware of how, um, what a complete mess and a hodgepodge Let It Be was. You know, you've got, and, and the tapes, you know, because I'm listening to the eight track tapes, mixing up eight track tapes. You know, you've got Savile Row um, recordings, you've got rooftop recordings, you've got, Abbey Road recordings, both um, Cross the Universe and I Me Mine. And then you have Phil Spector's overdubs later as well on top of that. And so in a way, you know, we did things like reamping with strings back in Abbey Road and stuff like that. And in a way, I tried to make the album have more of a unified sound to it and sound less like it be, it's been stuck together. And I think, yeah, I think we've been successful with some of the overdubs, like with Long and Wide Road and, and Let It Be and Across the Universe. The, the, to me, the orchestra sounds a little less tacked on. It's not necessarily quiet, it just feels less tacked on to me. So, yeah. And also, you know what? I always think that even if people don't like the stuff, we do the film anyway. And, you know, I think the album sounds better. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing yes. it. Yeah, but, it does. Um, yeah. Also, also, the spatial audio stuff is great, by the way. The Let It Be in spatial audio sounds really, really good. It's, you know, I, I have a... Dolby Atmos room at home, a much bigger room than the room I'm in Abbey Road for now. I Dolby and I played a guy, actually did, um, John, who was doing interviewing me for the EPK, I played and let it be, and he almost burst into the tears. There's so something really, you know, the technology's improved to say, well, you can get people in the room with you, and I think that's worth doing. Hey, everybody, it's Tony from Fab 4 Free For All here, uh, interrupting our proceedings with Giles Martin for just a moment while I let you know that you have an opportunity to win yourself an incredible new book. It's the Get Back book, newly released, timed perfectly with the Let It Be box set. Of course, it is an absolutely beautiful piece. You will love it. And uh, courtesy of Callaway Books, we here at Fab Four Free For All have a few copies to give away to you. So if you would like to have a chance to win your copy of the Beatles Get Back book, Send an email to fab 4 free for all at AOL.com. That's fab, the number four free, the number four all at AOL.com. Get it to us by October 15th, which is the deadline, 2021. And in the subject heading, just write, get back. And you'll have your chance to win a copy of the book. So remember that comes to you courtesy of our friends at Callaway Books. 
and you are friends here at Fat Four Free For All. No, it's, I was just going to say the album also has such a live feel to it yeah. anyway in spots that the Atmos and the surround must be brilliant because you're in the room with them, essentially. Yeah, correct. And Rooftop's great. Yeah, Rooftop is great. You know, it's a great oh, Amazing. So, so, yeah, there's, and, and also, in essence, it kind of wakens up people's senses. I like the fact that some people hate what I do. It doesn't bother me in any way whatsoever. <laughs> you know, embrace it. It's like, you know, everyone's a, everyone's a total of their own opinion. Yeah. But it doesn't, but it doesn't make them go and listen to stuff. You know, opposed to just hear it. It does right. something for granted. Even if they love, like, Phil, you know, they, we love the Phil Spector record. How dare you go mix us? Who does the hell for the big years, et cetera? Great. And he's like going, this is a value, this record. And the struggle I have with music today is it doesn't have any value. There's too much of it going on all the time. Let's just sit down and listen to an album and then switch it off and do something else. Mm. Yeah. Giles, you know, we, we've tossed out Phil's name a few times and you're saying, you know, in the same sense with me and Phil Spector. Yeah, me and Phil but Spector. It's, it's a, it's a different situation now because this is the first time that you're you're taking on a project where I won't say that there's a lack of a sacredness, but there was a sacredness to it because previous projects you had you were working with the against or working with the Beatles original concept. They were there with your dad, dirty hands doing the mixes. Here is a project that they stepped away from. So you're really looking at Phil's work, Glenn Johns's work in your head. Was there was there a, a more relaxed vibe about that, or even was it even more stressful in a way? No, because you still have you know angry Doug from New Jersey. <laughs> if there's if there's whatever it is, he's going to still going to go. So no, and, and I respect the fans. So so that's important. Um, I talked to Paul about before. You know, I I called Paul up and just said, listen, you know. You know, we're doing a B film and there's the album. And he goes, yeah. I said, what do you what do you reckon? I mean, you didn't like the album. You didn't like yeah. it. Was, I said, you know, if I took the string, if I took Phil Spector's stuff off, you'd end up with Let It Be Naked. Going back to, going back to you know, your point, Rob. Um, that'd be a, a, a remix of a remix. It'd be crazy. Um, and he goes, and I said, but he goes, what do you think? And I said, well, I just think that we should be respecting the album that the fans love and we should be doing that. He goes, I agree. And he goes, just can you take the heart down in, in Long Winding Road? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, it's a very simple conversation. So so there's less, I suppose, you know, I, you know you'd argue that Let It Be is less sacred than Sgt. Pepper because it had less, it has less cultural impact. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you still you still treat everything the same. You don't, you know, you, you still, as my dad would say, you still treat everything with the same contempt as you do with everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's still, it's still, what's the great comment? It's still the Beatles, isn't it? You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, really. But you actually, know. you know what? I, you know, and, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome, but you end up really appreciating the record. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was like. Well, yeah. I, I, like, I like the Let It Be album. You know, we do too, and I think I think. So not very good. I'm not very good at press, am I? It's like yeah, this one guy. You like the thing I meant to be selling to people. There's a better film. We go. I was like, I should quite like it. Hey, it was one of my first records, so I like it too. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we've. I think I speak for all of us. I really, really, really love what you did with with the with the album. We've been having fun. It's it's an 
and I know first year, so we're probably going to get beeped out in a second. But we uh, we had an inside joke that we always talk about that there should have been a whole disc of just the Beatles ordering food because there's enough of it, and and you sneak in the cheese sauce bit, which and is the, brilliant, and the cauliflower and the yeah. <laughs> I did a I did a, a, an interview with Jeff Lloyd yesterday, and he said to me, he goes, do you deliberately put food references in all of the articles? <laughs> I just I was like, and I just I said, yeah, you know what, the plan is to make a cookbook. Beatles <laughs> <laughs> recipes in the future. Or you make a casserole with every single food. Or a drinking game where whenever it mentions food, you have to drink something. So Brilliant. real, real quick on a couple things, really quick on the outtakes. You could hear your dad on the outtakes, and and given the craziness that went on. Uh, at EMI and, and, and with the album and EMI wasn't even going to give your dad a credit. Was it sort of a conscious decision to put him on the album and maybe even a little bit of vindication? No. Uh, you mean on the outtakes? Yeah. No, not, not really funny enough. I mean, that's, a bit, that's a bit funny enough where, where my mum hasn't heard it yet where he, they, George asks how Judy is. He's quite, that's quite nice. Um, no, you know, there wasn't. It's not a... It, I, I don't really work like that. Um... But I've seen all the footage. You know, I've got 50 hours of footage I've been through. And he had a role to play. I mean, Glenn's a great producer-engineer, but Glenn was young, and Glenn's, you know, great at capturing the, the essence of a live thing. That's, you know, the Who and the Led Zeppelin is just extraordinary, the work he did. My dad was more of a blueprint, like, architect guy. He liked to be organized, and Let It Be didn't suit him anyway. And Phil Spector's obviously an artist-producer that wants everything to sound like Phil Spector. But brilliant nonetheless. Now that was the that's, that's the difference of the three producers. My dad definitely had a role in Let It Be, and it's without question. When he turned up, they did stuff. Yep. You know, there was a difference, and so you can't discredit him. He was oh, like no. the person that he would go, no, I'm, I'm not saying you were discrediting him, but I said one can't discredit him. Right. Like, you know, he'd, he'd turn up and he'd go, so what are you actually doing? No. <laughs> and they go, well, uh, yeah, we're doing it. Go, so what songs do you have? That was just a glimmer because they generally, they, they, there's one scene I've been watching because actually I look exactly like him in it. I said to it with my kids, I was like, I look exactly like him. But they, my, kid, my kids went, Is that you, Dad? I went, No, that's your grandfather. <laughs> and, 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 and they went, they went, they go, and he goes, he goes, Oh, he's, he's good to you, this boy, isn't he? Talk about Glenn Johns because Glenn's being nice to me. He goes, Yeah, but what have you actually got? What have you actually been doing? That was his, that was his. And, uh, the, other, yeah. the, other, and the other influence he had, funny enough, which they obviously played a lot of cards with, but he, he got the got. The, now what are you going to do on the rooftop? What are you actually going to perform on the rooftop? That's what he'd be saying. He'd come with a notepad to twicken it, and on those days he was those notepads where they'd do the most number of songs. Because he's this, he's the guy. He's, the, he's also the record company executive. Don't forget, he's the guy who's to sign yeah. them. So yeah. The role there. Yeah. I think that his. Um, I think that I think that there is that. There, so 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 there is that, and I'm not trying to sort of you know force him, but I think you know. Glenn really was the person that recorded everything and put the band together, but they weren't really being produced. They were producing themselves anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So was it a difficult yeah. decision to use, uh, like, Abbey Road outtakes, given that Abbey Road was just done and, and there could have been other stuff, like The Fast Two of Us or House of Rising Sun and stuff like that? Uh, House of Rising Sun? Is that must have been the film. Yeah. But, but even the fast two of us, like, because I know there's a, there's a few outtakes of uh, of Abbey Road stuff. So we well, why did we put, why did I put that on in, instead of that? Yeah, because Abbey Road well, was just done. So yeah, because there's other versions of two of us on there, and the fast two of us is better on film than it is on record. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 
and and yeah and the and 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 it's also I think the octopus's garden thing with 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 you know with Ringo is it, it kind of interesting it, yeah, it's sure. from yeah it's definitely a let it be period and it shows the empathy that George has with him and I like that I like the to show the the relationship and and you, you think of something I think the something outtake is good um, just because it shows a it shows the writing process of going you know attracting like like a pomegranate yeah. and what's interesting <laughs> what's interesting you get from that is you get with George and Paul them them trying to help each other but they're kind of really not helping George that much they're going you can you'll come up with something <laughs> yeah. you know because he yeah. wasn't a writing team so there's this yeah. so clean, and I can be wrong about this stuff but that's kind of what I was thinking about that's why these are on there and not other things Got and it. if I could if I could say Giles the choice of the full take of let it be the alternate let it be is just a really it's a funky take you, you yeah, it's a cool. great it's just got a great vibe it's a you know anyway that was just one thing that stood out as a particularly wow that was the perfect place for the let it be take so just yeah, great. He, yeah so. he sings it yeah he sings it differently he does yeah it's interesting. Yeah, great feel which version yeah. of the let it be solo do you like the best because there's so many different versions with the solos <laughs> oh that's a good question uh yeah i i like i like the one off the album the non-lesley guitar one yeah the punches you in yes. the face right yeah and that's yeah. the one I've got to, I remember being a guitar player that's, that's the one I learned and actually, actually I worked with this band Kunashaka a guy mentioned it to me and uh, Crispin Mills the guitar player goes I want the sound of the guitar from Let It Be and I was like well that's it and he goes no it's got I was like it doesn't have an effect on that because I, you know, I was like <laughs> yeah, I, prefer, I prefer that one that's the guitar that I, 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 I remember right cool cool Okay, I like the single one, but hey. <laughs> exactly, that's, well, that's what makes why, it fun. That's why all yeah, the multiple the thing, mixes, Rob. Yeah, but no, the thing is, thing is, Rob, you're wrong. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, taken wrong. Always no, <laughs> taken wrong. <laughs> all right, Giles, we appreciate that's, some that's, time. That's, that's, that's the way. That's the way. That's approaching now. On these no, I'm right. No, <laughs> everyone else is wrong. That's it. We are. All right, thanks again for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, Thanks, Thank guys. you. We'll talk we to you soon. To you. We, we, owe you, we owe you a beer when you get to New when York. When you get to friend. New York. I'll, I'll take that beer off you guys. All right. Thanks. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation as well as from the Fab Four Free-For-All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free-For-All.